This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Listening to the 1912 Exiles podcast, the Newport County podcast made by the fans for the fans. I'm Ed and I am in charge of pod duties tonight for the game against Mansfield. Feels a little bit like after the Lord Mayor's show, really, doesn't it? Um, having got that lovely win 2 0 in the sunshine, all wrapped up by half time on Saturday, um, managed to get the points we need to secure safety. I think a lot of us walked away from that thinking, great, well, can we just stop the season there? That feels like a really nice moment on which to end things. Uh, and yeah, listening to Ian's match diary, I think everyone just, yeah, left Rodney Parade full of smiles. Lots of people out in town in the evening afterwards. Lots of Newport fans at the Tinty in the Bucket Hats gig at Bar Amber. It was a, a great night out for all concerned. And yeah, I think a lot of us woke up this morning thinking, I'm simultaneously excited about going to the football, but also, yeah, feels as though our season is kind of done and dusted. But nevertheless, um, it should be a an interesting match. I think Mansfield are going to be a much tougher opponent than Hartlepool. Um, Mansfield have Jordan Barry up front, Davis Keeler Dunn just behind him. They've, so yeah, a couple of very good players there who I think are going to pose a threat. If we can make it three home clean sheets in a row tonight, I think that would be an incredible achievement. But um, yeah, we may struggle a bit, I suppose. Um, Just, yeah, looking back on Saturday's match, I thought there were a couple of big highlights out of that. Bogle got a lot of the plaudits quite rightly for his acrobatic first goal. But what about that second one? I thought, yeah, we've already said the defence kept a, a clean sheet, but... For the defence to create that, to create and score the second goal, uh, pretty boy Declan making that lovely cross in on onto a sixpence for um, Mickey Dimitriou to knock home. Uh, yeah, the second goal I thought was was lovely, and you could see in the celebration between the two of them afterwards what that meant. So I thought that was a lovely moment. Um, I also thought uh, Will Evans did well uh, on Saturday. I really like 
the fact that we're trying him at, at left wing back now, I think ultimately that's where he probably will fit in this team. And although it wasn't the most sensational game that he'll ever play, Evans on the left allowed uh, Aaron Lewis to play centre midfield and to bomb on a little bit more and almost be a kind of third striker at times. And I thought the flexibility and the versatility that that gave us um, offered a a real threat. So I'm hoping that we'll see that again tonight. Um, Yeah, I mean, other things to look out for, I said about a month or so ago, you know, what would be par now for the rest of the season? Um, And I think at the time I said, can we finish higher than AFC Wimbledon? That would feel like a a good end to the season. Well, it looks as though we're going to do that. Partly it has to be said because AFC Wimbledon are in uh, free fall. But also, yeah, we've we've managed to put together this nice little um, string of, of home form albeit tempered by that uh, heavy loss up at Stockport. Um, so if we can keep building on that tonight, then yeah, we, we're already, I think, 17th. Uh, we may climb a little bit higher. So there's still there are still a few bits to play for, even though, as I said at the, at the very top, um, it does feel as though, yeah, we're just kind of seeing time out uh, at this point. But, um, you know, we will still have a big bearing over what happens um, at both ends of the table. If you look at our opponents, we've got yeah, Mansfield uh, tonight, Harrogate uh, next Tuesday. You know, they will be coming um, looking for a result. So I suppose we've still got to be professional and do our job. And as we said last time uh, I was on the pod, you know, try and think about how we can experiment a little bit more. So there you go. And that's my kind of pre-match warm-up. Um, I am off to Tiny Rebel before the game to meet up with a few people and hopefully sell a few mugs along the way. So we'll pick the conversation up there. So here we are, we're in Tiny Rebel, uh, having a pre-match point and the team news has just dropped, as I think the young people say. So um, I see that we've dropped um, Bogle, speaking of dropping things, uh, the goal man has been dropped or rested, I suspect, is probably the answer. If I had to guess, I think Coco has done the same for this match as he did um, versus Stockport, where he's had two games within close succession. And he's put all his eggs in one basket a little bit in terms of trying to win one and not worry so much about the other. So just as we beat Northampton and then perhaps put out a, uh, a weaker side against Stockport, I think we, we focus on getting the win against Hartlepool. And then tonight, yeah, no Bogle. He said you've got uh, McNeil and Kavanagh, the young two up front, and then a midfield of... Um, Bennett, Mariah Welsh and James Waite. Um, I saw friend of the pod, Ollie, just saying on Twitter that he'd gone for a more physical lineup. But um, I think that those four he's brought in are... I mean, they can't weigh 30 stone together dripping wet, so I'm not quite sure uh, whether I'm reading it the same as Ollie or what I'm missing, but we'll see. Um, and to come back to the point I was making earlier, I think we're going to stick with Evans at left wing back. So, yeah, another good test for him to see how we get on uh, and I'm joined by uh, Dino and Simon Simon this is your third game of the season the last time you came I think was Salford uh, on a Tuesday night when we were 2-0 down got back to 2-2 and then lost but um, that was very much a game that showed the problems we had under Robry. I think um, I seem to recall us being in the Compi Terrace and Adam Lewis getting torn apart at left wing back uh, in one of his sort of early starts for us, from which he, you know, he eventually recovered and, and did really well. But um, that was my main memory of the night was him putting in some slide tackles, but then getting caught out of position. So I don't know what are you hoping for tonight. Well, I couldn't remember that game, but now you've talked about Lewis and left back. Yes, that does ring a bell. 
Um, what am I? Well, I was putting all my eggs in the bogle basket as well, and now you've withdrawn that. Mm. So, uh, interested to see the, uh, the starting eleven, the two up front. Let's, uh, I don't know. Let's repeat Saturday's performance two 0 All right. Okay. And Dino, you, you're a once a season man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you've had me rabbiting on in the car over about what we've been like over the last few months. Is there anything you're looking out for or hoping to see? An enjoyable game of football. An enjoyable game, but well, that's, like, that's possible, yeah. yeah we tr- good atmosphere, good night out. Fair enough. Well, we saw a couple of Mansfield fans in the car park, so they've, they've brought some away fans. I was saying it feels odd to not be playing Mansfield on the first day of the season because that's kind of what the tradition has been. Um, and to be playing them on a Tuesday night in April just feels kind of wrong somehow, but... Um, yeah, they brought a few, um, and yeah, so we know the team lineup. We're we're gonna have our burger and then wander over. Just past the ten minute mark, looking pretty good so far. Lots of industry, lots of application. Neil has been a live wire. Evans has done some good running on this left hand side in front of us, put in a decent cross. I think in the end there was an offside flag, but he did really well to get there. Yeah, we put Mansfield under a lot more pressure than I expected. And they've looked less willing to go forward, perhaps, than I'd expected. So, yeah, there's maybe some potential here for us to try and get something out of this. Waits look like a, well, I was going to say a live spot, more of an angry wasp, I suppose. You know, he's living up to type. But, um, yeah, we definitely started this game really well. Well, wouldn't you know, just as I was saying how well we've been doing, what a good game it was, all the chances were going our way. 23 minutes in and just a comedy of errors in our defence. And yeah, Boateng has uh, managed to find the bottom left-hand corner of the net. Yeah, not sure what happened there, just no one managed to get it clear. A real shot Cleveland, brilliant. This I really liked. Neil and Kavanaugh up front. We played to their strengths, we're not stuck, you know, balls over the top. We played it into feet, tried to find them in space. Um, and yeah, we've looked a real handful, and then we've just been caught on the counter. Um, really frustrating, and you can see what's going to happen now. Mansfield are going to try and shut up shop and take all three points if they can, and we are now really going to have to redouble our efforts to break them down. Um, so frustrating. We, If we'd been one or two up by this point, I don't think it would have been against a run of play, and yet somehow, yeah, 25 minutes in, and we're a goal behind. Right, half time. How are we losing this game, Simon? County yeah. have had more chances, we've had better chances, and yet somehow we're losing. What's, what, what's going on? What am I missing? Well, that goal came out of nothingness. It was just a bit of silliness, really, wasn't it? And they hadn't threatened beforehand, they haven't threatened much since. I think they made one save. Um, yeah, up front, making some good runs into the channels, some quick, zippy balls, but. Not enough of a threat, I guess. That's how one nil behind. I quite like the way we've, we've played. I was saying, Dino, like you were expecting to see, you know, high balls up to a big man and yeah, Kavanaugh and uh, McNeil. And they're tiny. Yeah, yeah, they're both tiny. They're running their little hearts out. Yeah, they are. Uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we see Aaron Lewis come on relatively early on in, in the second half just to try and give us a little bit more experience and bite in, in the middle. Bogle, I'm sure, will make an appearance, but I think we might hold off because I think there's enough in the way Kavanaugh and McNeil are playing up front that we'll perhaps stick with that as plan A 
and then if we need to bring Mobile on for the last half hour, we'll do that. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it's frustrating because I, I want to be full of praise for what we've done in our, our uh, endeavour tonight. But um, yeah, the result is, is currently going against us. But um, but there we are. We'll see what happens second half. Um, I should add, uh, Pretty Boy Declan went off right at the end uh, with an injury, and we brought on Country File. Uh, so yeah, good big half for him coming up, I guess. Uh, but yeah, other than that, no subs as yet. But it wouldn't surprise me if we maybe see some changes in a in a bit at half time. But um, I'm off to find a ball Coming to ten minutes in in the second half, Mansfield definitely started the brighter of the two. They've had a couple of half chances. Um, Newport have been on the back foot. Mansfield made a change at half time. Uh, Newport yet to make any changes, but I don't think we're going to be waiting too much longer till we see some. But yeah, we just seem to have been pinned back a little bit here so far and we yeah we're playing high balls in at the moment to Kavanaugh and McNeil rather than uh, keeping on the floor as we did to decent effect in the first half so we've had that county substitution now Will Dig the man coming on for Bennett who I think had taken a bit of a knock um, yeah I thought we did well Will Dig on, uh, on Saturday so maybe he can bring a bit of a, an impact tonight as the ball comes through to Kavanaugh, who's going to get beaten for pace, I think. Just had an excellent chance. Wildig swung a ball in. Evans hit it first time, saved by the keeper. Kavanaugh couldn't quite get hold of it. Got a corner from it, but yeah. Feels like we've got our tails up now. have it uh, yeah Lewis and Bogle on for Barkhausen and Waite so that will mean a change of formation that I'm just trying to get my head around in fairness all the players are looking over to uh, Coco who's giving them a series of numbers it suggests we're going to four at the back anyway from the big four fingers he was just showing them um, and yeah it looks as though Lewis is coming out over here towards the right hand side so yeah clearly chasing the game We've looked a lot more lively. The crowd are up for it. I don't know. There is a slight feeling that we can force our way back into this. And Bogle coming on seems to have given everyone a little belief. So, yeah, we've got, what, 23 minutes left. Plenty of time for a, a goal or two. So, yeah, let's see what happens. Oh, dear. Uh, felt like a goal was coming. But it's gone to Mansfield. Uh nice period of pressure from County had a corner lost possession ball over the top two Mansfield players on one Mariah Welsh missed his tackle and um, well yeah they had plenty of time to pick their spot Day was rooted to his line which probably didn't help matters uh, and yeah I think that's 2-0 that's and good night Vienna Mansfield have had not many chances to score two of them we've had loads and haven't so yeah, unless we can conjure a goal up pretty quickly, I can't see this result going anything other than Mansfield's way now. And we've got a goal back. Uh, there are, what, five minutes on the clock. We've had decisions go against us and all sorts. But Wilding has popped up the header at the back post. Well, yeah, we, we've, we've been knocking on the door all night, but we finally had a breakthrough. I suspect it's too late, but we're set up for a grandstand finish. 
Uh, yeah, in the last five minutes, can we get a point out of this? I, I mean, it wouldn't be unjust if we did. Um, but, yeah, cool, we're leaving it late and leaving a lot of pressure on ourselves. The officiating, it has to be said, has not been good. The uh, lanky linesman on this side has been getting a roasting this half. Uh, seems very reluctant to flag for anything. Ooh. The ball comes out wide. Oh, and we've got some injuries. This will use up a bit more time. mad including Norman Dimitriou Lewis with the linesman for what looked a very very good shout for a handball from where we are stood we are just ahead of the penalty area throw in came in there was a there was a definite hand it was nowhere near the body and it was definitely a Mansfield player so do the maths uh, and yet the linesman remains reluctant to put his flag up for anything and you can hear what the rest of the Hazel's Terrace think about it. Um, on the plus side, the board has just got up and we've got eight minutes of added on time. So there may yet be time to find something from this, but it's pretty clear we are not going to get anything from the uh, officials. And yeah, Mariah Welsh getting man of the match, that's pretty well deserved. He's, he's been a live wire, shown what he can do, full of, full of energy, full of running. So yeah, what can we get out of the last few minutes? There goes the full-time whistle. County, I think, will feel aggrieved that we've not managed to get a point out of this somewhere. I think it would have been the least we deserved, and I think a point probably would have been a good result for both sides. But um, we've been done a little bit by some naive defending on our part, a bit by some bad officiating, and just being up against a team who were much more clinical than we were but um, we'll have a bit of post-match analysis in the car on the way back I think right so we're in the car on the way back um, we've been grumbling and grousing and trying to work out what the panel's view is we all had a decent view I think of the penalty incident from where we were. I think the consensus was it, we all we're all saying it was it was a definite handball. Right? Handball. Yeah. It would have been a bit soft, but you get those soft decisions these days, and it should have been a penalty. Well, it was a Mansfield player. His arm was definitely up above head it's, height it's in an unnatural position. position. Yeah. So I mean, I kind of feel like well, that that is a Stonewall penalty, isn't it these days, Simon? Is that is that not your reading? Would be in the Premiership. I thought it was should have been. Yes, agreed. Yeah, and the, the linesman could definitely see it because he was in line with us. And I can't imagine that the referee didn't have a good view. So I, I would love to know their argument. I mean, Mickey Dimitriou, Cameron Norman were incensed. I think Coco was incensed as well. Um, there was another incident. I think there was a was there a pull shirt pull that you you thought you would have given as well do you know well I thought I thought it should have been a f- because the pulling started outside of a box yeah, yeah, yeah. it probably should have been a free kick right by the penalty bit but the longer it went on you're thinking oh is that is that a penalty yeah but yeah they definitely should have had one penalty we I mean I, I don't like to whinge about officials because I think this stuff often kind of evens itself up but I think tonight it felt like the linesman on the the Hazel stand side didn't want to give anything uh, unless the referee had already given it he, he wasn't 
helping his referee at all. He was just trying to keep a low profile, um, and I, I'm not sure it did him much good. Simon, your third game of the season, who stood out for you? Well, you've got the two up front that gave it a good shot, but then second half, I don't know, I thought tactically it went a bit awry. Bogle came on, balls were going up rather than keeping them on the ground. Yeah, it was and almost they- like we, we sort of we tried to play a different way first half, balls to feet to the front two. We didn't score goals, but it was quite, it was in some ways working quite well. They seemed to be quite comfortable with it. And throwing Bogle on, we had to do it because the game dictated it, but it, it then sort of disrupted that tactic. Um, and yeah, there were a lot of quite desperate balls towards the end. And I mean, I'm not even sure that big balls up to a front man suits Bogle particularly, but it certainly didn't suit McNeil and Kavanagh. No, and then McNeil was playing at times in behind in yeah. the 10. And, yeah. um, I mean, I guess Mariah Welsh had an interesting game in that he made the mistake for the second yeah, goal. The and then slip. Yeah, the slip. Created something for, for our goal and at times looked like he had a bit of poise, a bit of something extra that could create something. So a bit of a mixed bag, I'd say, but he's interesting. Yeah, ultimately, as we said right at the top of the pod, this is a little bit after the Lord Mayor's show. It doesn't really, at this stage, matter particularly. But we're still experimenting. We're trying different approaches, and I think that's a, a good thing. The other thing that I said walking away tonight is it does feel already as though you can see next season being the most mid-table season of all time, where we're capable of beating some teams but losing unexpectedly to others. And, you know we've shown it just these last few weeks we can beat good teams we can struggle against very average teams and then yeah we'll we'll kind of like tonight play really well create lots of chances but then get suckered in I think that the need for a reliable target man who can take their opportunities was shown tonight Mansfield were clinical they had you were saying this on the way out Dino they had two or three chances and took them we had loads and didn't and, and ultimately that's the difference that, that was the difference and I think if you're looking to next season if you get a clinical striker creating one or two chances those those can be the difference between coming out of the game frustrated no. or getting points winning games it's, it is fine margins at this level so today was lots of effort lots of nice little good things but unfortunately they the ability to put the ball in the back of the net yeah well if nothing else, I think fair play to the three and a half thousand who were there tonight. It was a cracking atmosphere, especially in the second half. The Amber Army gave it a, a good go, plenty of noise, getting behind the team, and um, yeah, nearly. I think you know at the end, perhaps could have can feel ourselves a little bit aggrieved not to have got anything from it. But um, but there we go. Um, Jamie, I believe, is on duty on Saturday for the away trip to Gillingham, and then uh, I will be doing next Tuesday night against Harrogate. Uh, in the meantime, we have, uh, I think we're into the last week of our announced bony mugs being on sale. So if you would like to purchase one of those, drop us a direct message through your social media platform of choice and we can either get them in the post or you can find me uh, next week for the Harrogate game. Uh, and I think that's more or less it. As always, look after yourselves, look out for each other and keep it county. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.